gang, welcome back to the Back to Work Cover Network. I'm Phil, and as always, I'm joined by my main man, Vinny Bag of Donuts. Vinny, what's happening? Oh, you know, Phil. He's kind enough to join us from CBS Sportsline. Just happy to be here with you, brother. I'm doing great. How are you? Well, you know, it's time to make the f***ing donuts. <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad uh, you're here. Not, not last it's... night. That's for sure. Okay, let's start off with that. Let's start off with that. So the yeah. Jets went into Cleveland, played the Browns, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, we had some stuff going on. I went 0-3, but mine were quick, painless deaths. You know, uh, I was yeah. on Brees Hall under 49 and a half rushing yards. He popped off a 25-yarder, his first carry of the game. And then, uh, you know, I was on Garrett Wilson under 19 and a half uh, for his longest reception. And he had a 22-yarder for his first catch, first play of the game. So I, I was about cooked. And then Trevor Simeon went ahead and threw a touchdown in the first drive. So 0 for 3, Phil, go to bed. You know, um, <laughs> really, really embarrassing. Thank God I went 14 and 4 last week. You know, thank God yeah, for that. Thank God. Thank Tell me about God. your night, Vince. I'm, I'm glad you're still here. The, the toaster oven didn't make it into the bathtub with you. That's all good stuff. No, I, I scratched and clawed my way back to a, a one-unit loss as opposed to the uh, the collective. What was it here? Uh, would have been over over uh, almost two for the Flacco ladder down. Um, those of you in the Discord saw my uh, you know, the the woman collapsing down the ladder gif earlier in the evening to to uh, egg. That is exactly how things landed. Um, Messi in a hurry. Um, Flacco put up a record performance uh, against the top three defense first time in his career over 305 yards against the top three defense and um, not the first time i will be made a fool of but we scratched and clawed back picked up an interception prop uh picked up a, a jerome ford touchdown so here's hoping for a better week phil worse. <laughs> how could they get any worse <laughs> you know so we're, we're starting yeah. we're starting week 17 and a little bit of a lull. A little bit of a lull here. It won't last. They can't hold a good man down forever. That's why we got That's you right. on the payroll. So, Vinny, you know, I, where do you want to start? You know, it's, I, it just feels so out of sorts after we both got beaten and, and marred through the muck and mire together. It normally doesn't happen. So let's, let's yep. pick a spot and let's hit it hard. What, what are we doing? Let's start with, with tomorrow's game. Detroit and Dallas. Detroit at Dallas. Sounds good to me. Uh, if you listen to the Wednesday show, you'll know that I am on uh, Detroit plus six. That has since moved to, I think it's four and a half now in the marketplace. So we've got some Detroit money rolling in. Um, the over under is set at 52. The bookmakers expect fireworks. You can have the Lions plus 210 on the money line. The Cowboys are minus 230. So what side of this thing are you landing on? I, a little birdie tells me we're going head to head. We are. We are going head-to-head. Um, FanDuel's the only book, by the way, um, out of the four I, I, I use here that uh, is at four and a half. Everybody else is at five and a half, curiously. Hmm. Um, so I like Dallas. I took the four and a half, or laying the four and a half here. And, uh, you know, Dallas can't run the ball, but I don't think it'll matter in this game. Detroit's pass defense um, has been bad all year. On the road, they're the sixth worst. Uh, they've been especially bad these last three weeks, and, and last week in particular, they were worse than the league, giving up 411 yards to old Nicky Mullins. Uh, but even with that, um, you know, Detroit won that game last week, secured a division title for the first time in 30 years. 
good for them, um, but maybe a bit of a letdown spot here uh, this week. So enter Dallas, who was undefeated at home, as we all know, pissed off after losing two in a row uh, and still fighting for a home playoff game. So I'm going to lay the four and a half, and uh, I think Dallas absolutely covers in this game, but you can tell me why you don't. Well, I, I, just six seems like a, a whole lot, especially, you know, uh, indoor Jared Goff is what we're getting, and, and he's an indoor crack champion. You know, he loves a, a fast field and no weather, and that's what we get. And um, I, I just think six is just way too many. I don't, I don't know if Detroit lets down here. I mean, they still, they still have quite a bit to play for. It's, it's, you know, it's just one of those things. It's, it's the best team they've had in thirty years. They won a division. It, it's it's a cool story. They're a very public team, but six, man, six is just so many. I, I I'll take it. I mean, the Cowboys, Vince. They they sure they're seven and zero at home, um, but four of the teams were like bottom twenty eight teams in the league that they beat. So they're three zero at home. You know, it's that's fair. It, it's I'm I'm not I'm not impressed. You know, their their metrics were inflated uh, due to just going against atrocious defenses like the Giants and. You know things along those lines. So I, I just like Detroit here, getting a bunch of points, four and a half. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I like that. Five and a half. I, I, I'm getting there, but I'd have to have a six. So Dallas is very public as well. We'll just have to see where this thing's, where this thing goes if he didn't get the six. Yeah. Um, do you have any props in this game? I do not. But if I do, they will be in the Discord. And this is like the one game that I'm on that I didn't really have any props for. It's kind of strange. Okay. Yeah, I posted a couple. Um, you know, Aubrey, the, uh, the the Cowboys kicker, who of course has not missed a kick all year. Um, go he's Irish. A, yeah, there you go. He's averaging 11.9 points, kicking points per game at home. Uh, 12.3 over the last three weeks. 3.2 field goals made per game this year at home. Um, so I'm going over over eight and a half kicking points uh, over at Rivers for plus one fifteen, and then I am adding um, Jake Ferguson anytime touchdown, and I'm going ESPN one forty eight there. He's getting twenty six percent of the red zone target share. Uh, CD Lamb's getting the other t- another twenty six. He's minus one fifty at the in the market right now. So I'm getting CD on sale. I feel like um, here with Jake. It's like an old timey record store. CD's on sale. No, that's right. All ah. right, fine. Okay. All right, Vince, <laughs> let's talk about what might be the best game of the week. We've got Miami heading to yeah. Baltimore. Baltimore is laying three or three and a half. Uh, the total is set at 46 and a half. You can have Miami plus 150 on the money line. You could lay a buck 80 with Baltimore. Do you have any feel on this game? Man, did maybe Miami turned a corner against legit teams when they beat the Cowboys or... Are the Cowboys frauds? Is everybody a fraud these days? I, I, I don't know. But uh, both teams coming off huge wins. Both teams guaranteed playoff spots. The Ravens have their destiny in their hands. Um, I think a win gets them everything. First round by, first, number one seed, everything. Uh, the Dolphins have a chance, but it's, they got to beat the Ravens and the Bills next week. Um, if they split their final two games, they can do no worse than the number two seed. So, you know, I don't know if you saw um, the injury report, but we've got a slew. Virtually all of the Dolphins skill players are uh, DNPs or LPs next to their names yesterday. So, um, I, I don't know. I mean, you're the, you're the head football coach of the Miami Dolphins, Phil. So, I'm interested to hear what you think here. Yeah, it looked a lot like 
like Mike McDaniel uh, when I had hair. Um, but I'm bald now. I'm wearing a newsy hat. So mm-hmm. I'm taking the week off from coaching the Dolphins. I like Baltimore in this spot. Um, you know, it, it would be natural to think that they're going to have a letdown after winning what could be a Super Bowl preview last week. But I just think that they're so well coached um, that, you know, the hardball in charge in Baltimore won't won't let them uh, have a letdown spot. The number one seeds on the line, like you said, so quite a bit to play for there. Again, just just reiterating for the Dolphins, boy, it's it's like a hospital where Jalen Waddles out. Um, Mostert was questionable. Miami starting center is out. So I guess the, the game plan would be to double team Tyreek. And it is he's still hobbled. You know, I, I know he was mm-hmm. practicing, but, you know, he, he, he could still be nursing an injury yeah. there. Um, yeah. Baltimore is sixth against the pass in yards per game. So, uh, you know, they, they have the pieces to limit, limit an explosive offense. I just like Baltimore here laying the three, and I got some, some Lamar props, of course. What, what would it be without Lamar props? Yeah. It's Lamar so, rushing season, baby. It is, man. It is. So he did get the anytime touchdown for us last week, um, but he was sort of game scripted out of, of running the ball. There were a lot of short fields, and he didn't really have to do much with his legs. That, that game, you know, kind of got out of, out of hand. But uh, this is the time of year when runner Lamar takes over. I'm taking his over nine and a half carries, his over 49 and a half rushing yards at FanDuel, and the anytime touchdown at plus 175. Okay. Uh, old, yeah, what a shame. Yeah. Huh? I was just going to say it's the old three pack, the Lamar three pack. You got to have them all. Yeah, you love those three packs. Uh, yeah, Keaton Williams was such a uh, just a sad loss for the year, but uh, but those those certainly prop up those Lamar rushing props. I think so. I'll be tailing you on those for sure. Fine. Here's another one. I know you're going to tail me on. We'll we'll get to it. But it's New England yeah. at Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo is laying two touchdowns at home, and those points are a premium. The total is set at forty or forty and a half, depending where you look. You can lay $7.70 with Buffalo. You can grab plus 660 with New England. Do you have a feel on this game? Um, yeah, so I posted this one in the book club already. I- I'm on New England here. I got it at 13 and a half. Looks like the market's at 14 now. Um, you know, so obviously I'm still, still beyond it. New England's the second best in the league versus the run. Uh, fourth best in terms of yards per play. Uh, you-, you typically beat them through the air. They're allowing uh, you know 35 pass attempts per game, which is bottom third, but only 221 passing yards per game, which is better than average. So, kind of a bend don't break defense here. Don't give up the big play. Um, you know the Bills lost to the Patriots in Week Seven, mostly due I think you know to Josh's couple of turnovers. Um, and, and look, they got a lot riding on this game, but um, they're going to need Josh to play clean football while throwing the football. And, you know, uh, and, and a lot more than they have these last few weeks. They've been leaning hard on the run game. So I'm banking on, on Josh making at least one big mistake in this game and the Patriots covering uh, the 14. Yeah, Vince, I, I don't even know if he has to make a mistake for the Patriots to cover this one. I'm with you. I'm, I'm taking the two touchdowns here. Um, New England, like you said, they, they're, they're good in their rush defense. They haven't lost by more than 10 since week eight, you know, and yeah. that was against Miami when, when they lost 31, 17. So that gets us a push if it's the same sort of, uh, ingredients there, but new England's been playing close. Um, 
You know, it, 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 they play grinded out football, shortens the game. 14 is far too many. Um, plus, if it gets out of hand, Bailey Zappi is capable of a namesake backdoor cover. He's been playing pretty good ball the last couple weeks. Uh, the kid's kind of a dork, but, you know, he, he, he gets it done. And, um, you know, he hasn't been making those, those big mistakes the last few weeks. Been, been playing clean. So I don't think New England wins. I don't, I don't think they have a, a prayer, um, which is good. We need the Bills to keep winning for this 5-1 this to one to make the playoffs that we have and then the pivot to win the AFC. Also, we're in on Josh Allen to win MVP. Uh, we, we put that into the Discord. We talked about it on Wednesday at 13-1. At to one. Now it's 8-1, to one, so feeling pretty good there. So the Bills win. But I, I think they just want to win and, and get out of Dodge, get out with Josh Allen healthy. Um, mm-hmm. And I do have a prop. I do have a prop. Let me guess. Josh Allen, anytime touchdown. Yeah, man, you must have listened on Wednesday. We're, we're, we're taking this one again. Uh, it has cashed 11 out of the last 13 weeks, and we're getting even money, plus 100, over at FanDuel. So uh, he remains the biggest red zone threat, and uh, I like it. I like this one to get to the window again. And I have another one. I have another one, Vince. I couldn't help myself. Hell yeah! Boom. <laughs> We're taking James Cook over yeah. 21 and a half receiving yards. Oh, thank Here's God. why. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, the New England defense, as good as they are against the rush, they are susceptible to check downs to the running back. Last weekend, the, the Broncos, they allowed 11 catches to the running back. Um, Kansas City allowed seven for 80 or had seven for 83 against the new England defense. Pittsburgh had seven for 58 against the new England defense. So I think James cook can be a nice little safety valve here and go over 21 and a half pretty easily. Okay. Yeah. Not, uh, not too shabby. I was afraid you were going to give me over rushing yards. That's why I held my breath, but you didn't know you you're a wise handicapper. Phil. Well, it might be the newsy cap. I think that's, it's my it's my thinking cap. Do you have any props in this game? Uh, not at the moment, but I will post them in the Discord if and when I do. Fine, I think that's a great idea. Uh, tell me about Tennessee and Houston. This was a, a game that I glazed over, uh, and then you tell me you got a write up, so I'm ready. Well, you know, I've got a, a small idea. Oh, I had a small idea here uh, to jump on Tennessee. I, I hesitated when it went up to, to five and a half, and, and it's come right back down to four and a half. Uh, I really want to back the Titans here. CJ Stroud is back for the, for the Texans, but bound to be a little rusty missing uh, two games here with the concussion. And, you know, and he didn't, he didn't play well against uh, in, in the week before that, albeit against the, the New York jets elite pass defense. But uh, you know, that, that is what it is. Uh, but Houston's, you know, they're, they're getting healthy. Um, he should have most of his offense intact. Of course, no tank Dell he's gone for the year. Um, I just don't know how explosive it's going to be without Tank, though, uh, complimenting Nico Collins. So uh, Tennessee on the other side gets Will Levis back, and Levis is a hell of a competitor. He's playing on that high ankle sprain, um, and, and so is Vrabel. I mean, just a big competitor there. So, I mean, I think they've got one more cover in them. I'm leaning Tennessee, but I just I haven't pulled the trigger yet. I thought you were going to say Vrabel is, is coaching with a high ankle sprain. No, I, <laughs> make sure to clarify that one. Yeah. I, I like, uh, I like where your head's at on this one. Taking Tennessee, like you said, CJ Stroud was, 
uh, sort of regressing a little bit, like you said, against the uh, Jets. Uh, he wasn't great against Denver, uh, albeit it was a win. Um, you know, and then they they lost to Jacksonville, even though he put up three bills. But um, you know, maybe I'm rooting against the guy because we have Puka tickets that are are breathing. You know, twenty three to one, twenty five to one. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty sweet to cash that. I think I think if he plays, they're gonna have to win. And and I'm with you, man. This Tennessee team is is kind of dangerous. They they don't quit. They do not quit. Vrabel won't let them. They're playing for jobs next year. I'm with you. I'll I'll, I'll lean Tennessee with you, man. Okay. All right. Sad we missed the five and a half, but uh, yeah, maybe it'll get back up. Better late than never sometimes. Um, That's right. Let's talk about, speaking of late than never, let's talk about Atlanta at Chicago. Uh, Chicago laying two and a half at home, the total 37 and a half or 38. You can have Atlanta plus 130 on the money line, Chicago laying a dollar 40. There are some scenarios, Vince, where the Bears make the playoffs at eight and nine, which is wild um it it makes you think about the games that that got away from them that they were leading late you know Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and then atlanta they've they've made this change to taylor heineke he had a great week last week against my colts but i don't think that's the norm i'm not putting much stock in it i know who taylor heineke is I've, i've seen the guy and he's been limited in practice this week uh the bears are the best in the nfl against the run allowing only 8.7 yards per game. Plus, since they made the trade for Sweat, the entire defense has sort of shifted. They've been playing well against the pass as well. Um, Mm -hmm. So Atlanta's strength, as we know, is the running game. And when they go on the road, they're putrid. They they only average 13.6 per game on the road. They've only scored 16 or more twice. So, Vince, I say all that to say this. I'm taking Chicago, laying the two and a half. I, I just go bears. It, it's crazy. If they went out, they, they go over their season win total, which is nuts, but here we are, you know, go bears. Yeah. Um, man, I, I I'm, I'm leaning with you. Um, I don't like a dome dome team coming into, you know, cold Chicago here. Um, and you know, the DJ Moore is actually, he's been a kind of a, um, a threat against the Falcons, 718 yards and three touchdowns in the 10 games that he's played um, against them. So not, not too shabby. Um, like you said, the bears, uh, run defense is, uh, is elite. And, you know, that's what the Falcons need, uh, and rely on to win football games. So, um, putting the ball in, in, uh, in Heineke's hands, uh, to win through the air, doesn't seem like a great proposition. I'm with you. Yep. Yep. It is. It is really cold in Chicago. I, I was there a couple years ago Whew. and Oh man, it, it was not great. The pizza's good. The pizza's good. Oh yeah. And uh Benny, I got another three pack. Ooh. It involves okay, it here. involves it involves Justin Fields. I'm going back to the well. Uh so he had nine for ninety-seven last week and the anytime touchdown. So we cashed two of those, two out of three. His last five, it's almost like a mirror of Lamar Jackson. Like th- this is mm-hmm. this is when he, his legs start to cook. He had nine for ninety-seven last week, seven for thirty, twelve for fifty-eight, twelve for fifty-nine and 18 for 104. So the volume has certainly ticked up. The Falcons have a propensity to allow somewhat mobile quarterbacks to get going. Like Minshew had four for 31. Kyler Murray had six for 33 and a touchdown. Josh Dobbs lit him up seven for 66 and a touchdown. Uh, Trevor Lawrence had eight for 42. So I, I think this defense will allow fields to have some looks. Plus he likes to call his own number 
Give me the over 53 and a half rushing yards, over nine and a half carries, anytime touchdown, plus 210. Bye, bye, bye. Yeah, okay. let's go. Let's go. All right, Vince. Here's a game that's near and dear to my heart. We all know mm-hmm. that I have New Orleans Saints futures to win the division, and those are practically dead. New Orleans, <laughs> though, uh, you know, they're, they're visiting Tampa Bay. The pirate ship there, led by Baker Mayfield. They're, uh, the Bucks are laying two and a half, the total 42 or 42 and a half, depending where you go. You can have Tampa Bay on the money line, minus 136. New Orleans, plus 123. And uh, I guess the story right now, Vince, is the Bucks are on a four-game win streak. Baker Mayfield has been the spark plug. Nine passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown, and only one interception during that time. Um, they've also only um, uh, allowed 197 total yards on defense in each of the, the four contests. The Saints, they've lost four of their last six, with their only wins coming at home against the Panthers and the Giants, so real murderer's row there. The Saints' yep. defense is leaking what are we doing with this game? Are we taking a side? Are you looking somewhere else as a derivative? Um, well, I, I took a side earlier today, uh, posted in the Discord. I, I do think it's going to be a close game, but I'm siding uh, with the Bucks here. So, um, as you mentioned, New Orleans defense has had a had a you know rough rough week last week against the Rams, just jabbing them in the face with the run game, uppercutting them with the pass game. That's pretty much the brand of football that the Bucks have been playing all year, albeit with an inefficient run game, unlike the Rams. Um, you know, just kind of handing the rock to to Rashad White twenty plus times a, a game, kind of you know keeps the defense honest. But they already did it once in in New Orleans in Week Four, and this time they're in Tampa Bay, um, which should be an advantage for the Bucks. I actually I, I like them to get the job done here and put a nail in the coffin of those Saints playoff changes chances. Um, give me the Bucks. Yeah, Vince, I read my notes wrong. It was week four the Bucks allowed 197 total yards to the Saints. You know, I got to work Saints. on my handwriting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, the caveat here is my arm's broken. So, you know, you got to <laughs> give me some slack. Now, you and I, we, we had a, a conversation this week, Vince. We were talking about some awards markets. And, yeah. uh, you know, we, we, we started talking about the comeback player of the year and how that works. And, uh, you know, they're... they're the votes count, you know, one, two, three, you get points for that. So, you know, DeMar Hamlin, he's the prohibitive favorite. It's down to minus 150 now. Joe Flacco mm-hmm. is second in the clubhouse at plus 100. These, these odds, courtesy of DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, and then Baker, Baker sitting back there at, at nine to one. And we were talking, it was before the Thursday night game, like, should we bet Baker? You know, Joe Flacco is only going to play, what, six games. DeMar Hamlin, everybody is, is is saying that, oh, he died on the field. All he had to do was put his helmet on and he wins. Um, you know, but that, that the market is not responding that way. You know, Joe Flacco has found some magic. But Baker, back there in third place, Vinny, uh, nine to one. If, if they, they win this game and then go on to win the division, I mean, Baker should have a shot, right? I mean, this is a guy that, that's been all over the NFL. He hasn't found a home. Um, yeah, you know, and, and for all intents and purposes, people were saying he was a bust. So what do you, what do you think? Are you, you hitting submit on this yet? Uh, I already did actually this oh. morning. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I just can't imagine that Joe, you know, gets it with six games and then, you know, along those same lines, you know, like I said, I, I, 
you know, I, I love DeMar and his story and what, you know, and his comeback and, but, you know, at, at taking my emotion out of it, I mean, he's, he's played, you know, a, a couple dozen snaps, you know, he's had, I think one or two tackles, two tackles, two tackles. And, the, and the bills, you know, recently came out and said they're strategically not putting him in the game. Um, not that he can't play, he can play, you know, they're saying that they're making strategic decisions not to play him, that he's, he's that far down the depth chart. Um, and so I just, it doesn't feel right to me, uh, to snub somebody like Baker, um, you know, or, or, you know, even Stafford for that matter. So, but yeah, Baker's where, where my money's at. I mean, I think it's worth, uh, worth a couple bucks. Yeah. And, and, and I'll argue your point as well. So, you know, the, the Browns most likely will be a five seed, you know, that that's just kind of how the, the math shakes out. Sure. They could be a one seed if, if things go crazy or two or three or whatever, but more than likely there'll be a five seed. You've got the defensive player of the year market. Miles Garrett is leading that minus two thirty-five. big, big favorite there. He's a Brown. You know, if you're keeping track at home, coach of the year, Kevin Stefanski, he is a $3 favorite mm, minus 300. And, uh, you know, the, the, the Browns, they have put together this marvelous winning streak with four different quarterbacks that, that the Browns have been through all of their salary cap on the IR. And uh, so Stefanski is probably the rightful favorite. Also, side note, we're in on him at 10 to 1. Pretty cool. And then you've got the comeback player of the year market, Joe Flacco, at, at plus 100 in, in uh, second, second in the odds. Are you telling me that the Browns, the fifth-seeded Browns, are going to like sweep these awards? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think it's possible, right? So, you know, Stefanski, probably the rightful favorite. Garrett, probably the rightful favorite. Flacco, I don't, I don't know if the market is, is responding the right way. We've already seen this market be, uh, you know, just super fluid from week to week. It's what have you done for me lately? Mm-hmm. Man, if, if Baker puts together a win, uh, you know, on Sunday, this 9-1 to is going to be long gone. And, and it'll probably be much shorter, 3-1, to 4-1. to And then at least you'll be in position to hedge. So I'm going to hit submit. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to keep the position or, or we'll hedge off it for a, a profit. But I'm going to... I'm going to get a little, a little money in the game here. Before you hit submit, Phil, I was just shopping the line as you were talking. FanDuel, 12 to 1 for Baker. Well, then I don't think we need to shop anymore. 12 to 1 sounds good. I'm, I'm in there on it. There it is. There right. it is. All right, Vince. Um, what else you got here? Rams, Giants. Uh, yeah, this one, this one, man, I... This line opened at six and a half, crept all the way down to four and a half, settled in here at five and a half, uh, six at some books. Uh, I, I guess presumably due to the Rams starting left tackle, um, Alaric, I think is how you pronounce it, Jackson, uh, and others being added to the injury report today. But everyone appears to be okay. This line is curiously low for me. Um, I think this is you know over a touchdown favorite in my book uh, for the Rams. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's some due to Tyrod Taylor starting the Rams traveling. Sean McVay is nine and three in 1 PM East coast games over the last seven years. LA has scored at least 30 points in nine of those 12 games and won six of them by at least 14 points. But here's the reality. If you wanted to get rid of that narrative, here's the other reality. LA is on 10 days of rest after playing last Thursday night. New York is on six days after a tough divisional battle with my birds on Monday night. The Rams have put up an average of 32.4 points over their last five games with a low of 28 
The Giants have scored 19.2 over their last five. The Rams love to punch you in the mouth with their running game. Kyron Williams is a monster in a smash spot here. The Giants let up 4.7 yards per carry, second worst. 134 yards per game to the run, fourth worst. Do I need to keep going? I'm going to lay five and a half points with the Rams here. Two units, Phil. Two units. It only took us 17 weeks, and we got a two-unit play. That's awesome. A um, couple things. Number one, go Irish. Kyron Williams, my man. Uh, number two. So good. Yeah, I mean, you, you talk about McVay and the 1 p.m. and all that. It kind of sounds frivolous, but that just tells you that he's next level. He knows how to travel. He knows how to get his team ready to go. Uh, the game plan is solid. He's a smart guy. I, I, I like yeah. him quite a bit. Um, I like the Giants more with Tyrod Taylor than with Touchdown Tommy, uh, you know, the, the passing Paisan. Um, Vince, I'm, I'm with you. It's, I, I, don't, I don't like Tyrod enough to not jump on this. Uh, give me the Rams here, minus the five and a half or six, and uh, let's just keep hoping that Stafford feeds Puka because that, that's, that's what we need. That's what we need for those February 8th awards. Yes. Bang Puka Cashman. is... Uh, I'm going to just say he, you know, he's questionable with a hip. So let's hope that he plays this game. Don't, don't uh, do that. Let's talk about a couple other props in this game, though. Yeah, I don't um, want to talk about Puka being hurt anymore. We won't talk about it. <laughs> uh, so, of course, I'm going back to the well on Kyron. Uh, I had him 100 plus last week. I'm going to do it again. Um, post it in the Discord. Um, I think I, if I haven't, I will shortly. Over 99 and a half yards plus 118 at FanDuel. So I feel like I'm getting mm. a bargain. Uh, it is, I'm, you know, you're, you're, uh, you're juiced everywhere else. So I was shocked to find that. Uh, I'm going to stay on Kyron and sprinkle two plus touchdowns here. Also, FanDuel plus 410. It's in the 200s everywhere else. Uh, he's done that four times already this year, Phil. And the Giants are letting up the fifth most touchdowns to running backs this year. But I'm That's, not done yet. Okay, keep going. Let's put a cherry on top. I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on Kyron first and two, baby. We're going to go Rivers on this one, plus 1050. Uh, give, me, give me 10 and a half to one. Kyron's going to rule the day, man. I, it sounds like it. Uh, when the Rams get something they like, they, they sort of just go with it. it it's evidenced by, yeah, I mean, it, it's evidenced by, um, there were only four guys that, that caught passes last week. Uh, Puka. Demarcus Robinson, Cooper Cup, Tyler Higby. So four guys. Yeah. Uh, Kyron had 22 of the 32 carries. So he's just a workhorse, you know. Saddle up. I, I, you're going with what? First two touchdowns? Is that is that what I saw? I'm gonna go. Uh, so two plus touchdowns mm-hmm. as a separate play, and then I'm also going to do uh, the first touchdown parlayed with two plus touchdowns. Ooh. Okay. All right. For plus. 1050. That feels good. Feels good. I, I like it. A little derivative betting here. Um, mm-hmm. We should probably touch on Green Bay at Minnesota. I don't have a write-up on this, but I would just like to say... Uh, yeah. Sorry, what, I would just what like was to that? Say, what would you like to say? <laughs> thank you to Bryce Young, mostly. Um <laughs> For cashing our, our ladder, highlighted by a, a 10 to 1 banger on 250 plus passing yards. Joe Barry and this Green Bay defense is terrible. 
they just allow career days to nearly everyone. Um, mm-hmm. Nick Mullins has a, a, a live wire for an arm, and he's not playing. So we're going to get Jaron Hall, who is relatively unknown, prospect out of BYU. We saw him uh, before the Josh Dobbs debacle. Jaron Hall came in to spell Kirk Cousins after that concussion. And then Jaron Hall received a concussion of his own, his own brain injury. You're welcome. Uh, but he's back, and we're going to do it again. We're, we're going to ladder this Joe Barry defense. Uh, we're going to take Jaron Hall over 224 and a half passing yards, plus 105 at DK. Then we're going to take over 249 and a half, plus 220 at Bet365, over 274 and a half at DraftKings again at 4 to 1, and 300 plus at 9 to 1 at Bet365. Also, Vince, does Jordan Love still play for the Packers? <laughs> you know what he is? Unlimited. <laughs> so he's got a long run in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah we had to- I, I, I would lean for people that don't bet player props. I guess I would lean Minnesota here just because Jordan Love is strapping on a helmet for Green Bay. <laughs> Plus Joe Barry, baby. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, obviously we, we made some good money there on the Bryce ladder up. I'm going to be playing with you guys on the Jaron ladder up. And Jaron's got wheels. Um, you know, I thought about laddering the, his, his rush yards too, just, you know, just to make it a full blown ladder match. But uh, he's just, I, I can't trust it yet. Just not enough of a body of work. Uh, I, I'll be dabbling. I'll probably post a little dabble there in, the, in rushing yards. Looks like his line's already set at something like 23 or something like that. So uh, maybe, maybe a little bit higher. Um, so, yeah, let's do it, baby. Let's take another big ladder to the back. Bye, bye, bye. Ladder match. Love it. Love it. Um, I know you've got some intel on San Francisco playing Washington. What a, a porous Washington defense here. Uh, would love to see Brock Purdy go ahead and get, get right uh, with all my San Francisco 49ers features. It's a lot of them. So what do you see happening here? Is this a get right game for the Niners or what? Yeah, I think I think it's much easier now. Um, I, I probably won't have an official play here. Uh, they're licking their wounds, obviously, after a tough loss to the Ravens. Um, you know, I, I think the Ravens gave them a lot of short fields. I don't think that game was indicative of who the Niners are. And uh, the Commanders' offense has been okay lately, and they're certainly capable of putting up a lot of garbage time uh, points to potentially back to recover this, but um, maybe not with Sam Howell. So Ron Rivera named Jacoby Brissett the starter only to have him uh, tweak a hammy in practice <laughs> today. So he is officially. Oh, oh, that's so <laughs> sad. That's yeah, so sad. Yeah. So he's officially questionable. No uh, it looks like we might get the Sam Howell experience here again, and it's not going to be pretty. Poor Sam Howell. I mean, that yeah. kid just gets hit every single week. I mean, yeah. it, he just gets pile driven like Goldberg, you know, back in the day. <laughs> Speared. <laughs> yeah, just. Just the poor guy is, does he have any ribs left? I, it, like, uh, oh, Ron Rivera is a moron. Eric Bieniemy though, w- would love to see what he can do with the helm. Um, I think Kansas City is certainly missing some of his creativity. So, you know, maybe the, yeah. you know, Ron is a dead man walking and, and you know, Bieniemy will be the guy next year. But as for this year and this game, I think the Niners will be able to name the score. Um, and like you said, the the, the game just kind of, got away last week. It was, there was a lot of hype and then there were some tip balls and lots of short fields for the Ravens. 
that's not who the 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 Niners are. Um, yeah. Hopefully, Trent Williams is a go. Um, you know, because he got got a little nicked up on on Sunday night, so or Monday night or whatever night it was. All my days are getting getting moshed together here uh, with all the holidays. But I look for San Francisco to bounce back in a big way, Vince. Yeah, the Trent Williams call is a good one. Uh, if you remember, those are the games that Brock suffered, um, you know, struggled the most in, uh, that we called them frauds. So we'll see what happens there. Yep, yep. Um, how about Arizona and Philly? I, I, I said I kind of leaned Arizona in this game on uh, the Wednesday show, but you're probably going to take the birds, right? Uh, well, you know, I don't take, I don't take a side, but this game opened, I think at nine and a half and it has just been a steady climb. Uh, let's see. What is it at now? It's at 12. looks like most everywhere. Would you say it's a ladder? Um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was looking for the old, uh, rim shot button. There it is. There it is. <laughs> uh, so this should be a nice get right game for the birds, but something is definitely off with this team. Um, there's absolutely dissent in the locker room and from most of the big names as well. I, I don't understand. I can't tell what's going on between Jalen and AJ. Something's off there. Uh, you know, uh, Devonta, Fre- uh, Devonta Freeman. Oh my gosh. Uh, Devonta made some Smith made some really interesting comments about, uh, AJ, very cryptic comments, uh, in the locker room this week. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Jalen himself made some uncharacteristic comments recently, calling out the level of commitment in the locker room. Again, very mm. cryptically. You got Nick Sirianni saying he needs to be "quote unquote" less intense on the sidelines, whatever yeah. that means. He's um, a psychopath, is what what he. And is. then you got uh, the liar and cheater himself coming into town. Um, you know the the Arizona um, head coach that stole the Super Bowl from my Philadelphia Eagles. Um, so, you know, I think he wants to make a statement. I think so does Nick. Uh, I won't take a side as you know, but if Kyler is healthy and stays in this game, I do think that the Cardinals have a chance to cover here. He is questionable. Um, and who are the Eagles? Who have they been to lay 12? So. Yeah, it's, it's too big of a number. It, it just, I mean, now, like you said, it's, it's, it's growing and I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna probably be a Cardinals better in the premier avian matchup of the week. Yeah. Uh, I like I like Kyler just to create enough havoc. Um, you know, in this this Philly defense is so porous in the back end. They can create uh, you know, a, a pass rush, but if you can evade that, which Kyler can, you can eat these corners and safeties up. So Correct. just give me all the points. Give me all the points. Um, and we'll see what happens. But I kind of I kind of like Arizona there. Yeah, um, you know one one thing I'll mention, and I did post a, a rushing um, attempts prop on this game. The Cardinals are allowing the most rushing yards per game, uh, 147 in the league. They're allowing the second most yards per rush, 4.7, and the most rushing attempts attempts per game, 31.5. Um, so I am playing an, an alt line parlay here to get some plus money. And that's Jalen Hurts at over seven and a half carries plus DeAndre Swift at over 14 and a half carries to get us plus 109. Yeah, that feels good. That feels good. Um, it, I just, I feel, I feel terrible for all the running backs in the, the Philadelphia locker room, Vince, because Jalen Hurts just vultures every oh, yeah. single one yard mm-hmm. touchdown there is. Yeah. And 
it just that's got to suck for contract yeah. incentives. You know, it's oh, just yeah. terrible. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't can, have any ego. You can't make any any incentives. You're right. Yeah. So it it sucks. Uh, you know, Jalen. And then, you know, you have to deal with all the idiots and, you know, us, especially, you know, being in the Philadelphia region, all of our friends are Eagles fans, blah, 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 blah. You have to see like, you know, Jalen's stats compared to other quarterbacks stats. And it's like, oh, you know, touchdowns created. Yeah, but they're all one yard and he's getting pushed from behind. Give him the give him the Kelsey. They're his touchdowns is what they are. You know, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I Philadelphia. He bought them all uh, green-faced Rolexes, gold Rolexes, the offensive line. So there you go. That's something for the year for Christmas. Whatever. Yeah, but that's the offensive <laughs> line. You know, it's what do you get? What do you get? Swift? What, what, right. what did you get? Right. AJ Brown for the for right. not having to run any fade patterns. Not uh, that's, you know. It's true. I would hate myself in that locker room. Uh, on a side note, I would not be surprised if uh, when Jonathan Gannon parks his car, uh, the Cardinals head coach, uh, that there will be a bunch of dead hookers found in the trunk of his car. Oh my goodness. I've never seen so many dead hookers in all my life. That is such That's a good, good. soundbite. You know, why did it take us so long to get it? Yeah. We got to wear that one out a little bit more. <laughs> no, well, we can press it as many times as we want. You could say that it's unlimited. <laughs> uh, I'm running out of stuff to talk about, Vince. Do you have any other games you want to touch on? Clearly. Uh, no, you know, there's a whole lot of uncertainty in these other games, Phil, that I'm off of. Um, but if I do come up with some plays, of course, we will post them in the Discord. Yep. And to get into the Discord, it's our sales pitch. Join the book club. You can get in at www.thedgensdegens.net. It is a $25 a month commitment. You get a three-day free trial to poke around. But what you get is all of Arch's steam and hot hockey picks. There's a darts board that's that's posted every single day with, with plays on that. Uh, you get all of the college football bowl games, all of the NFL player props and sides. You get exclusive access to all the Speedway Steve 2 picks, and we're coming up in just a little under a month and a half. Uh, you get them before anybody gets them, anybody at CBS or anywhere else online. Uh, the value is everywhere. NBA models. College basketball models are coming soon to a theater near you. It's the best secret in sports gambling. www.thedgens.net. Vinny, send us home. Let's make some money. It's a pleasure and an honor, as always, Phil. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be liable for damages related to its contents.